Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, how did you enjoy the three days of baseball since everything's going to get canceled oh, now? Oh, wow. It was so nice. Like, what a good time we all had. What, yeah. what a really good decision on behalf of MLB. Well done. I well mean, done. Well done, Manfred. <laughs> Manfred's a piece of... Anyway, yes. he's worthless. <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about... The Major League Baseball started their season on Friday, and it took them three whole days to have to cancel games because teams were completely ravaged by COVID-19. Yeah, who there could have current, predicted that? There are currently 14 players and staff members for the Miami Marlins who have tested positive for COVID-19, meaning that two games had to be canceled on Monday night, both the Marlins game and they played the Phillies over the weekend <laughs> after already having players diagnosed. Yeah, and whoops. so now the Phillies had to cancel their game as well. The Marlins are currently quarantining in Philadelphia. Here's the thing, Ashley. Mm. The National Women's Soccer League, leave it to the women to get it right, they had an entire month-long tournament in a bubble in Utah, and they performed over 2,000 COVID tests. Perfect. Guess how many positive tests they had. Uh, I want to say zero, you would, but that feels you like would be a trap. No, it is yeah, not a trap. Imagine. They had zero <laughs> positive tests. They, imagine the, that. The, uh, Major League Soccer and NBA are both down the street from me at the at Disney's Wide World of Sports. They both had some issues at the beginning um, with people maybe bringing the virus in, but since then they mm. have been completely, uh, you know, pretty much. I don't know if it's at zero, but pretty close to being COVID free. And now we're seeing, hey, bubbles work when you contact trace and isolate and, yeah, and do all these things. Imagine that. It works. But Major League Baseball has almost no precautions and they aren't to the point to the point where they were even said the absolute lack of plans you have in place is the absolute possible worst plan you could have right now. Yeah, and they're not in a bubble, so everyone's traveling, they're going home at night, all that stuff. And the reason I bring this up, yeah. one, that you and I are both big baseball fans, but two, Correct. also it just kind of shows obviously you're not going to quarantine an entire audience for two weeks to go see a play. But what it does is it perfectly illustrates what needs to happen to get COVID-19 under control. That is a correct. A hundred percent culture yeah. and a nationwide um, focus on contact tracing, on isolating to staying out of, of public group settings and if mm -hmm. you have to go to work and you have to do these things, if you're a first responder, if you're, you know, a, a food service worker or whatever, do that. But everybody else should be staying home and quarantining and, and not going out and partying, whether that's, you know, in Texas, down here at Disney, up in Hell's Kitchen, wherever it is, it works. It. And yeah. when you don't do those things, it doesn't work. And it's just really yeah. super frustrating. It's very super frustrating and we're so ambitious to get back to do like yeah. live events and things like that. And it's very clearly without any kind of full on precautions, like with, as we talked about yesterday, ha having every possible thing planned for and adjusting that way. Like it's not going to matter. Yeah. Like look, look what's happened three days into the baseball season. It's going to be gone. Anyway, let's get into the actual oh. theater news. Uh, today, you, of course, you know about patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. I do. I, I know. I won't well. belabor that. But 
First up, Ashley, um, over the weekend, Alan Menken won his first competitive Emmy Award, making him the 16th member of the exclusive EGOT Club. He won the award in the Outstanding Original Song in a Children's, a Young Adult, or Animated Program category for the song Waiting in the Wings from Tangled, colon, the series, colon, Rapunzel and the Great Tree. The song was performed <laughs> by the great former Tell Me More guest, Eden Espinoza. Um, Mencken also, if you did not realize, has eight Oscars, 11 Grammys, and a singular Tony Award, which just boggles my mind um, yeah. that, you know, it was for Newsies, which is a little odd because he wrote a lot of Newsies stuff for the original film. Um, but we think about it like a lot of his Broadway success has come from things that started his films. So I guess that that makes yeah. sense, even though um, and, and, and when you think of Little Shop, it was never eligible for um, writing awards because it premiered off Broadway. Right. And then by the time there was right. a revival, it was before they said that people could be the writers could be eligible for revivals. Anyway, he previously received an honorary Emmy in 1990 for his work on Wonderful Ways to Say No from Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue, but this is his first competitive one. Now, Ashley, mm-hmm. pop, pop quiz, hot shot. Oh boy! Okay. How how many EGOT winners? Ah, uh, I can think of two. I hate <laughs> at least. All right, give me give me every one that you can think of. Um. Well, Mel Brooks, of course. You don't uh, hate. You don't hate Mel Brooks. No, no. You we'll start Mel. with the ones I hate then. Uh, Weber and Rudin. <laughs> uh, yes, Scott Scott Rudin and Andrew Lloyd Weber are two. Yeah, you got winners. Yes, so, so is Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, who I adore. Um, Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno. I will tell you the Andrew Lloyd Weber one should tell you another one that should be yes. like automatic. It tells me two actually because okay. he went out with John Legend. Yes, John and Legend. also a- Tim Rice. Correct. So you've got so far Tim Rice, Andrew Lloyd Webber, John Legend, Scott Rudin, Rita Moreno. Um, oh, <laughs> well, I could tell you who hasn't won it and therefore reminds me of it. Sondheim has not won an EGOT and therefore reminds me of Jonathan Tunick. Correct, correct. Or a uh, composer and conductor, Jonathan mm-hmm. Tunick, is an EGOT winner. Uh, Marvin Hamlish. Marvin Hamlish, very good. Are you Googling this? You're not Googling, I'm, are you? I'm not, I promise. Okay. There, are uh, two, there are two Broadway theaters named after um, right. people to have won the EGOT. Oh, I didn't. I, yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, Rogers. Richard Rogers. And Helen Hayes. Correct. There you go. Very good. The other ones um, are... Are gettable, I think. Well, most of them are gettable. Um, One is a very famous British actor and director. There's actually a West End theater named after him. Well, uh, yes. Okay. Um, the Gielgud. Correct. John Gielgud. Yeah. Oh, God. Are we... Compa- are we... Uh, we're ca- uh, Assumingly, we're counting, like, special awards, too, then. Um, I don't... Because I, uh, Yes. Yes. Babs and Liza. Yeah, no, they are not on my official list of okay. EGOT winners. Okay. Oh, boy. I need more. Oh, did I say Whoopi? You did not, but Whoopi is okay. my favorite one. You know what she won her Tony for, don't you? Uh, I don't remember. 
as a I'm producer blanking. for right. thoroughly modern Millie. Right. That's my yes. favorite. Yes. yes, it's a good one. That's a yes. good one. Okay, so here's some, here. I'll, How I'll many run. is that? So here's you have one very famous actress that I would love to have breakfast with. Um, oh, <laughs> you have <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> who, who is that? Hepburn. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn. Um, then you have potentially the greatest stage and film director of all time. Um, he recently recently passed away, but he started his career as a comedian. Oh, his his comedy partner was recently on Broadway and won a Tony Award a couple years ago. Oh, oh, Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols, and yeah. then um, the youngest person to ever win an EGOT. In fact, he is so talented that he already has multiple EGOTs. Yeah, Bobby Lopez. Bobby Lopez. That is all of them. That is all sixteen. Whoa! EGOT winners. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, I'm, thanks. I'm I feel impressed. like there are other other special award ones, yes, but I there are, couldn't there tell are, you who. Uh, Barbara Streisand, Liza Minnelli, James Earl Jones, Harry Belafonte, and Quincy oh, Jones. They crud, all won yeah. um, with honorary awards. Gotcha. There we yeah. go. I at, least, I at least knew Babs and Liza, because how could you possibly right, forget? Course. Yeah, Mencken had been on that list until this weekend, so. Very good. That was fun. Uh, I enjoyed that. I um, enjoyed that too. Yeah, you yeah. did very well. I'm pulling the Jonathan Tunic one out was uh, was impressive. <laughs> well, um, I'm always I'm always thinking. I'm always one degree away from Steven Sondheim. So yeah, absolutely. Real. Um, real quick, let's <laughs> stick to the screen because yesterday the Stars Premium Cable Network gave an early second season pickup order to their new hit show P Valley from writer, showrunner, and executive producer. Katori Hall. The show is based on her play, okay, real quick, earmuffs if you've got any kids around, <laughs> her play Pussy Valley. Um, it's set at a strip club. The yes, show indeed. currently has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, actually, have you seen this show yet? I don't have stars, I but I love Katori Hall. I do too. It was actually like on my to-do list last week to start it, and I I, I ended up starting a different series instead, oh, which was the Harley, Qu- the Harley Quinn animated series, which oh, is incredible. That's great. Yeah, I've heard it's that's great. Absolutely incredible. It's now one of my favorite shows. Uh, yeah. But yes, P Valley is now on my list of shows, hopefully to start this week. Awesome. So I'm really excited that I got the season two renewal. Yeah, very, very cool. Um, okay, up next, we have some show news uh, to discuss, kind of potential show news. The first one is a little bit confusing, though. So follow me, and Ashley, if anything does not make sense, please stop me. Okay. So last week, TV legend Lisa Kudrow uh, from Friends, uh, Phoebe Buffay, um, she was on uh, Seth Rudetsky's Stars in the House for a reunion for her on-again, off-again HBO show, The Comeback. While talking with Seth and his husband, James Wesley, she said that if the show comes back for another season, because I think there was like like eight years in between the first and second season, mm. but if it comes back for a third season, she wants the story to follow her character, kind of washed up actress Valley, Valerie Cherish, while she makes her Broadway debut. So, okay. according to the very rarely reliable page six, <laughs> apparently yeah. producers from multiple Broadway shows are lining up to try to get Kudrow to join their show after the Broadway lockdown ends. According to the article, the Weislers, of course, are trying to woo Kudrow to do a run in Chicago, which would be the most appropriate in the world of the comeback, given her show's history, or their show's history with stunt casting with people far less famous than the fictional Valerie Cherish. The other show reportedly in the bidding war is Mean Girls. The thing is, actually, apparently the shows don't want Kudrow to be in the show. 
they want Kudro as Cherish to join the show, hmm, which is a okay. whole lot of meta-ness. So that way, yeah. not only is Lisa Kudrow in the show, but they can film it and get the publicity from it being okay. on the comeback. All right. Now, both shows have denied the report, but as I've said before, Ashley, I think that we're going to need big stars doing buzzy things for Broadway to be able to ramp up fairly quickly, and I think this would certainly qualify. Yeah, I think so. That's quite the chain of events to follow. I know, I'm sorry, I tried. <laughs> you know, we got there, we got there in the end, uh, but geez. Yeah, well, and think about it. Who is a Broadway audience? It's middle-aged white people, and what do middle-aged Correct. white people love more than anything? The TV show Friends. Oh, absolutely. So it <laughs> absolutely. Would- yeah, so I think this is a, a home run if she is willing to do it. Um, in some other new uh, new show news, though, according to the newspaper The Tennessean, musician Don McLean will release a documentary next year called The Day the Music Died, colon, the story behind Don McLean's American Pie. Uh, it's coming out next year, but additionally... The documentary will inform a new stage play that will that will revolve around McLean's catalog of music, and there's going to be a children's book based on the song "American Pie," which is the most nonsensical song, a uh, story song ever. True. But it's great. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, actually, I great. mean, okay, sure, why not? I I guess <sighs> isn't. Isn't he, uh, wasn't he accused of domestic violence by his ex-wife, though, is the only problem? Uh, I don't know that. Um, I'm gonna, let me see here, personal life. I think, I think she started, like, Yes, you are correct. Uh, the end of his marriage saw McLean arrested and charged with misdemeanor domestic violence stemming from an uh, incident that occurred in his home in Camden, Maine. No other details from the incident were reported. Interesting. Uh, okay, well, now I feel bad I feel, for mentioning I f- this. Well, no, I mean, good to mention it. I, I, I feel like I knew that she had created, because she's a journalist or a photojournalist, photographer, and I think she started like a whole exhibit about it or in relation to domestic violence uh, abuse. So probably probably shouldn't probably shouldn't do anything related to Don McLean. Yeah. Okay. What else? What else is new? The more you know. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's let's talk about something. What's that? I said segue. Yeah. Let's talk about things that don't suck. Um, (laughs) Next up, we've got some news about streaming theater events coming up. First, Tony nominee Christopher Jackson will be holding a live streamed concert on August 15th at 8 p.m. to benefit Dallas summer musicals. But what makes this unique is that it will not be happening from his home, but instead from off-Broadway's New World stages, which kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Jack will be accompanied by a live band and will hit songs from Hamilton and In the Heights and more. The stream will be available to watch on-demand ticket holders for 72 hours after the performance. Proceeds will support Dallas Summer Musicals and its educational and community outreach initiatives. We will have a link to get tickets in the show notes. I do think that this is something that is probably going to happen more often. Mm-hmm. Especially oh, as yeah. like small groups are approved, um, you know, if you can oh, have yeah. a group of ten people, you have a band and a you know a, 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 someone videotaping it. I would not be surprised if other venues start so. streaming concerts from yeah. their venues um, 
as things open up a little bit, rather right? Than and we've seen and we've seen that in the UK with like lungs yep. and everything. Yes, so. exactly. Yep. Uh, sticking with the Chris Jackson theme, though, he will be one of a number of Hamilton stars to participate in the first of three live stream events called Ham for Change this Saturday, August first, from one to four p.m. Eastern time. The next two events will presumably also include Hamilton people because it's a Hamilton thing. Um, but they the lineups for those have not been announced, but they will happen on August 9th and 15th. This first one will be hosted by Sasha Hutchings and Andrew Chappelle. Uh, the event will feature Renee Lee Goldsberry, Jonathan Groff, Chris Jackson, Jasmine Cephas Jones, Javier Munoz, Philippa Sue, uh, Betsy Struckness, and will feature special guest appearances by Brian Darcy James, Rory O'Malley, and Andrew Reynolds, Aww. and other original cast members the will Kings. be involved too. Now, tickets are just $10, but they have VIP packages um, where you can, like, for example, get a personal voicemail recording from Jonathan Groff. Cute. You can get a live one-on-one performance or a virtual um, one-on-one meet and greet with cast members. And Love what's it. interesting about this is that this is um, all being done to uh, raise funds uh, in connection with Black Lives Matter. Um, and a, a whole lot of organizations, including the African American Policy Project, Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective, Black AIDS Institute, Color for Change, um, and a bunch more. So, uh, a very, very worthwhile cool. cause and yeah. a pretty cool experience. And I'm, I'm hoping that they can ride the waves. Oh, yeah. Uh, of the Hamill film, uh, release to uh, raise a lot of money. Of course, for both C Jack's concert and this, we will have links in the show notes. All right. Let's wrap it up with a handful of recommendations. And I was going to include this in my streaming theater section, actually, but I moved it down to recommendations because the first episode is available last week. And I don't, I think I did this with Alicia rather than you, but I talked about the fact that a bunch of Broadway stars had been posting these mysterious photos. Oh uh, no, we talked about that. Were you here? Yeah. Okay. So So the thing is, is they announced what it was on Monday. It is a nine episode fully produced musical with everybody from their own homes called A Killer Party, colon, a murder mystery musical. Uh, the full season, the all nine episodes will be available on August 5th. But if you purchase it now, you get the first episode. And I already watched it. Uh, Ooh, it's, and, it's, and it's, the verdict. Well, hold on. It's it's twelve ninety nine. <laughs> but if you sign, if you do it like now early, it's only nine ninety nine. It's very worth it. Uh, it's very fun. So here's who's in it: Jessica Keenan, Wynn, Michael James Scott, Christina Alabato, Carolee Carmelo, Drew Galing, Jackie Burns, Laura Osnes, Jared Spector, Alex Newell, Miguel Cervantes, Jeremy Jordan. Um, it's a great cast. Great um, cast, yeah. So what it is, is um, Michael James Scott is a Midwestern theater director, and he invites people over to do a reading of his new murder mystery play. Um, but, spoiler alert, he doesn't make it out alive. Mm. But it's all set in a frame where Carolee Carmelo is writing her memoir because, as we find out, Jessica Keenan Wynn's character is the younger version of Carolee Carmelo, which I think is Cute. great casting. Yeah. Um, and she is actually the detective. The, the character's name is Detective Justine Case. So <laughs> yeah. Justine Case. Um, but it's it. super funny, super cheesy. Like it's, it's exactly what you'd want out of like this kind of weird premise, but it's really that sounds fun. Great. Um, I love that. Yeah, I really like this. 
Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, and then finally, um, I, on Sunday night, I watched the Seth Rudetsky Megan Hilty concert that Broadway World uh, presented. Yes. Um, and we have an exclusive clip of Megan Hilty singing Moving the Line available. You can still watch this on demand. I think starting on Tuesday, you can watch it on demand. It's fantastic. Um, Cheyenne mm. Jackson one is coming up uh, this coming weekend and they're going to be announcing um, the next three for after Cheyenne as well. They're very, very fun names, um, including a Tony winner in there. So just uh, throw it out there. Hello. Recent, Hello. recent um, star Tony winner, if you uh, oh. or diva. Was she a diva Tony winner or a star Tony winner? I can't remember. Oh, she definitely was not a babe. I, I have, I, oh, okay, I see, okay. I see. Very gotcha. nice. <laughs> I was going to say, I used up all my brain power on the EGOT segment, but you, you got me there. You got me, babe. Ah, uh, very good. So did I EGOT <laughs> you there? Um, anyway. Yeah. Ah. Uh, anyway, so that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day on Tuesday. Ashley and I will be back to talk to you on Wednesday. Wednesday.